Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of Kids Views. I am here in the studio today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hello. Hi, Amy. And on the phone with us today is Andrea Smith, who is joining us from our satellite location in New Jersey. <laughs> the Jersey Bureau. Thanks to the UN General Assembly and assorted other things that make it impossible to get into New York City today. Hi, Andrea. Hi. <laughs> um, so today on the show, in light of the hurricanes that have hit this country um, and the anniversary of 9-11 that just passed last week, um, we thought we would do a disaster preparedness show that's not scary, but really talk about things that you should have on hand, ways to create a plan and resources for parents for both their kids as a family, but also maybe your parents. Um, or other elderly people in your life because I think when it hit, when Irma hit Florida. Oh, my in-laws live in Naples. Yeah. I mean, it hey, did you find them? Concern. We found them. Oh, good. They have electricity. <laughs> they had, they're back in their house, but they have no usable water. Like you can't even use it to wash dishes or wash yourself. Oh. Yeah. So we're not really sure why they're still there. Yeah. But. <laughs> that's another story. That's a whole other, that's a different story. <laughs> Um, dealing with stubborn parents. Um, so today on the show, let's we're going to jump right in. We'll do a bunch of gadgets, and then we're going to do a bunch of resources, and we'll sort of mix it all together. And it's going to be a link-heavy show. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> so we'll have all these resources on our site, um, and hopefully you will never have to use them, but it's good to have if you do. So let's jump right in. Andrea, I know you had gadgets galore, um, so why don't we start with that? Yeah, I mean, there's so, you know, gadgets are really, I know they, it seems silly to kind of stack up on things that you think you never are going to need, but um, just as Amy said about water, water, I mean, you just don't think about it, or you think that buying a case of Poland spring water is going to get you through, you know, that you might just need two or three days, but in so many of these cases, these things last a while, you know, you may not have power, you may not have water, you may not have the ability to get out, you know, if you're at the top of a high-rise building or something, so... Um, one thing I found for water is something called the Aquasana uh, water filtration system. And obviously, if you've got water in your house, you know, you, can, you put the water through this and it filters it. But they also have go bottles. So, like, you can get a 22-ounce water bottle that has a built-in filter system in the bottle. So if you're somewhere where you're not sure about the water, you run it through this filter. And the same thing uh, for something called Life Straw. This is, you know, we talked about this before on the show. It's really for drinking murky, like, like water outside. Mm-hmm. It's a bottle with a two-stage filtration system, and I love saying this word, but it filters out protozoa. That <laughs> <laughs> you don't want living in your body after you Things, drink the water. You know, waterborne bacteria and protozoa. So if you're really, really in need, um, you just pour the water in here, and the life straw turns it into clean water that you can drink says it removes 99.999% of waterborne bacteria. 
I'm going to interject one of my tips here while we're talking about water because when everyone was was putting up tips for the hurricane a couple of weeks ago, a lot of people would say fill your bathtubs so that you have drinking water. And I think what they forget is that if there's a flood situation, sewage backs up Mm -hmm. and your tub has that overflow thing that you really can't plug and the sewage will go in there. So it's still a good idea to fill your tubs, you know, in case you can use that water. And even if it gets sewage in it, you can use it for flushing your toilet. But don't count on that for your drinking water. You have to have something else for your drinking water other than a bathtub. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Um, so the other thing is power. So when we were when we lived in uh, Ridgewood during Hurricane Sandy, it was all about oh we need a generator, we need a whole house generator, and they're thousands of dollars, right? And in many instances, they're just going to run your fridge. A lot of people are worried about carbon monoxide. So there's some really good generators to look at for this kind of situation. Uh, a company called Goal Zero. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I've no. talked about them. Solar powered. So all you need to do is stick it out in the sun, and it's a trickle charge, and it powers the generator. And you can get one. We'll put links, but you can get one for under $1,000 that will run the fridge, the lights, the TV, because what else are you going to do? And they come with plugs to charge up your phones and your laptops, which is a really important thing. We heard about a lot of people who, you know, were out of power on their phones and didn't have power to power up their phones. Um, so that's a really important thing. And then speaking of powering up your phone, obviously, I mean, I carry this with me every day. <laughs> My phone's always in a battery emergency. But one of those Anchor Power Core, you know, portable battery packs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or any of them, really. You know, there's yeah. so many. There's um, My Charge. But, you know, it'll charge up your phone two or three times. So those are good. Goal Zero makes a solar-powered one. Um Amy, you and I, I think have the Zeus car charger. That's yeah. a great thing because it charges two devices at once. A lot of people don't think to just go and start your car, plug in your charger, and it's a fast charger. You can get two phones powered up at once in your car. Um, Find My Friends. This is an app that should be on every phone, especially for people who have parents who were maybe in Florida and too stubborn to leave. <laughs> you don't know where they are. Put that app on their phone so you can at least find them and have a general sense of where they are. Uh, Obviously, if their phone's dead, it's not going to work, but it's a good thing to have for for safety for when they're they're just not able to communicate. Did you see that article this week about the millennials all using that to track their parents and then realizing that their parents are lying to them about where they are? There was an article about, because these parents are like, enough already, stop texting us, stop calling. So like, they'll be, you know, they'll say like, we're here. And then she can see that they're at this restaurant that like she loves. And basically they're like, we didn't want to invite you. You always order the most expensive thing. And, oh like, my so God. Deep, you? <laughs> it was that really is so funny. funny. <laughs> I know. It just reminds me of that when you say find my friends, like all these parents rebelling against that technology. Don't track me. <laughs> yeah, we are done with you. We sent you, you away. You know, turnabout is fair play, right? They spent all this time tracking their kids. Right. So. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. That's it very was really funny. funny. You know, what I love about a lot of this stuff is that it's solar powered. Like I think about the people in the Caribbean. I think about right. Florida where solar power, once that storm clears, is incredibly useful and powerful. I think up where we are, you know, with something like Sandy, it's harder, right? Yeah. Like once that storm sees, like whether you're going to get that sun um, that you need. I certainly think yeah. California too, if you were talking about earthquake prevention, having things that are solar 
is just it's the only way to go it's the only thing you'd be able to depend on my my sister my sister and her family live in st thomas and they're not going to have power for probably six to 12 months so they've got two generators now and it's so dirty and expensive like now they're just gonna have to keep trying to find gas they're only going to keep it running a couple hours a day like that's all they can do with that's freaky too no it's yeah it's 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 a mess it's a disaster yeah that's why I do. I love the solar power. And I have to say, you know, even when we sailed, you know, we used to have a solar power trickle charger on the boat just to help charge the batteries a little bit while you're going. But mm-hmm. as you say, you know, here in the Northeast, there's not quite as much sun as they have down on the islands in yeah. Florida. But God, just getting that power from the sun, you know, it takes a lot of pressure off, you know, a really strained system. Mm-hmm. I wonder how those solar roofs held up. And they're going to really hear anything about people who had them if they held up better than traditional, you know, of all those people spending all the money on the Elon Musk roof Well, does tiles. anybody have that yet? I think it wasn't even coming out till October. I don't think they have his, but they certainly have solar panels on the roofs. Like, I wonder yeah, if you take, I wonder how that That would be works. interesting to find out. I did see a lot of pictures of, of those just strewn about. Like, right. those aren't, like, the panels aren't any stronger than regular yeah, roofs. roofs. Yeah. It's interesting. All right, what else mm-hmm. you got, Andrea? Um... So so back to communication, Uh, walkie-talkies. You know, we used to take walkie-talkies to Disney World. Did you guys do that? No. No, but we used to take them skiing. Oh, my God, because, you know, you couldn't count on a cell phone, or your 8-year-old didn't have a cell phone at the time. So we used to take those little Motorola walkie-talkies, and that way you could talk to each other. And so walkie-talkies are a great thing to have in this situation. Motorola makes a set... They're so much better now than when, when we used to go to Disney. They work over a two-mile range. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. I and think they have those on a lot of ships. Like, yeah. you have them in your room so you can communicate with your kids. Exactly. So they, they're they great for just, you know, instant two-way communication. Uh, they're like 75 bucks for a pair. And honestly, keep those in a Ziploc with spare batteries. Don't store the batteries in the walkie-talkie. Right. Um, so when you need them, they're there. Cobra makes a set that are a little bit more, um, uh, have longer range, and they're actually designed to float, and they can be submerged in water. So I Ooh, like those a lot, but they're twice the price. But we'll put links to but both of those. But I think if those. you live in a hurricane zone, that's worth it. Yeah, like that's you have to think totally about what kind of disaster could hit you, and that that makes sense if you're in that if you're dealing with that kind of storm. I'm also that gonna gonna so interject another tip um, while we're talking about batteries because I'm notorious for leaving batteries and things and then not yeah, using them for a few years. All you need to clean off the the corroded stuff um, is uh, I'm forgetting the word the thing you clean your ear with Q tip Q tip Q tip and rubbing alcohol. It'll it'll clean really? off. Yeah, I've done it a million times. And um, then and you're the good battery to go. is usable? No, the battery isn't oh, usable. Like, but, what? But, <laughs> but don't you know, touch the, that thing. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> but you make don't sure have you don't touch it all over the container. Right. right you take right, the battery right. out. You throw it out. You wear rubber gloves. You don't get anything on your finger. You clear all the corrosive stuff off of the contacts inside right. the thing, and then it's good to go with new batteries. Got it. Oh, that's good to yeah. know. That's a good tip. All right, walkie-talkies, communication, and lastly, this is—it's so interesting to see how, from Sandy, you know, when I had all this how the technologies evolved. You know, it's still really important to have, but it's gotten better. We had um, a company called Eaton, E-T-O-N. They make really great weather radios, mm-hmm. AM, FM, and you get the uh, National Weather Service. So now they've, and at the time, they had this little hand crank. Right. Now they have bigger ones. You can either charge it via solar, hand crank. So if there's no sun, you've got no battery there, you just set the kids up. Yeah, I was going to say, if, <laughs> if you've got turn. nothing for your kids to do and they're yeah. going crazy, to do. 
We've, we've, got, got, we've got a couple of those. Yeah, and, and mine charge phones, too. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You get the, uh, and you can also charge your cell phone off of this. So it's got a flashlight, a siren, uh, the AM, FM, the NOAA weather radio, and a phone charger. So put those kids to work or, you know, build up your arm strength. <laughs> and then lastly, light. There's something, it, this is so cool and so inexpensive. It's called Lucy, L-U-C-I. Oh, I love those. It's an emergency solar-powered light that just lasts long, charges by the sun, and I think they're under 20 bucks. And they, is that like Luminade? Is it the yeah, same? Yeah. yeah. But they fold flat, so they're, exactly. so they're great for That's storage cool. and they're great for camping. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the kids at my, at my girls' camp have them because yeah. they don't have any yeah, electricity. Yeah, so that way if you're a group of people, you know, of course you wait till the sun goes down and this will get you through the night just having a light going. And, oh, you know, I always love that Cobra Jump Pack, you know, so if your oh, car yeah. battery's yeah. dead... That Cobra jump pack that also has the strobe light, the emergency light, and charge your phone. Love those. All right. That's a good list. I'm going to go back to basics for one second, which is to make a plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So before you even have this stuff, um, just the whole basic idea of having a plan. Save the Children has an incredible resource site about, because it's really about how to deal with kids. Um, they have one for your family, and they have it by grade, like how to how to make mm. your plan for like if you have a preschooler, if you have a grade schooler, if you have. So they break it down, and then they also have one for caregivers, um, and teachers. So if you are if your child's in daycare, or even if your kid's in school, it's a good thing to share with the people taking care of, of your kids. Like I know here in New York City, after nine eleven, all the schools have an emergency plan, but they can't tell the parents where your kids would go until that happened until it actually happens because they don't want that to be out so that's a horrible feeling as a parent don't worry we have a plan for your kid if that happens but we're not going to tell you we're not going to tell you till it happens um so anyway having your own family plan is really really good to know and one of the first things is to know which facilities will be used as shelters in your community in case of an emergency i Mm -hmm. think people don't find that out until something happens but it's good to know beforehand um and it's good to hold your city council accountable for <laughs> telling everyone when that is have a meetup location if your family's separated um have a family contact outside your area yes. who would not be affected by the disaster right like know you have that point person and everyone knows who that point person is and then Teaching your kids. This was really important. Teach your kids basic personal information to identify themselves if they're separated from you. They can't. I mean, you heard all those stories about these kids who couldn't say where they lived, what their phone number was when they were separated. Like, that is so terrifying. That is so scary. Have They should know their home phone number. They should know your cell phone numbers. Uh, they should know how to dial 911. They should know the family meetup location and how to reach the family's out-of-town contact. Mm-hmm. And I would say, honestly, if worse came to, like, if you knew something was coming, it would be worth putting that on a piece of paper <laughs> with a Sharpie or something. Or Write tape. it on the kid with a Sharpie. Write it on the kid, yeah. like, just in case. Um, and then having a communication strategy, which we just talked about all the things you can do. But this was talking about all cell phone plans should have something called ICE, in case of emergency, programmed into your contact list. Absolutely. All family phone numbers plus out of area contacts. And then remind family members that text messages often get through even when a phone can't, mm-hmm. which is something good to remember. 
Um, you know what? I'm going to jump in here for one second when yeah. you're talking about um, ICE on your phone. The other thing I love, especially for older people, um, iPhone has the, the health app mm-hmm. that, you know, if your phone is locked, um, someone, an emergency responder or someone can hit a button and it goes right to the health uh, portion of the phone. And that's a great oh. place to list your allergies all your medications that you take. Yeah. I mean, if you need to go to your a hospital. Your doctor's phone number. Exactly. Your doctor's phone number, your medications. You know, a lot of times they're like, well, what medicines do you take? My husband, you know, goes to doctors. He can never remember. So this is all written out on his phone in this one health app on the phone. And I'm sure Android has it too. Yeah, it's really, really smart. And I think it's an important thing to set up for your parents because yep. they will not know how to do it. Um and then some of the stuff that was really interesting, you know, we talked about like water and that kind of stuff, but things that people maybe don't think about if they have a kid until it's too late, you know, one is ready to eat stuff like the pouches of baby food or regular food, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, formula, if you're doing formula feeding, like you have to have a supply of that, obviously. Um, protein bars, you know, things that are going to last sanitary um, wipes Mm -hmm. because you don't know what kind of situation you'll be in. Obviously, anything like uh, Motrin or Tylenol, stuff like that, and antibacterial ointment. You know, people get cut and hurt in these situations all the time. So having some sort of like bacitracin and Neosporin. Yeah, and if you can't go to a hospital, something minor could become major. Um, And they were saying, prepare a backpack or portable bag for each family member with essential hygiene items and contact information in case you do need to leave home. So on each bag, you should have the child's contact and medical info, a recent photo of each child, like have it with you and with them, have a picture of you in their bags, Um, some comfort food activity items, like this is if you're going to go somewhere, so books, games, whatever, and then... A stuffed animal or a blanket, (laughs) like something that'll make them a little less scared if you end up having to be somewhere strange um, that's not their normal, you know, if you end up in a shelter or something like that. That's sort of a Those are great. Those are really, really good. And you can just keep those in the closet, like just keep that go bag. Yeah, well, the thing is you really want two emergency kits. You want one that you can grab and take with you and one for if you're stuck in your house. Mm -hmm. So, and and actually if you have a car, you want three. We have an emergency kit in our car that I made very cheaply with one of those coolers that's made for, you know, like a six pack of cans. Um, And on Amazon, for not much money, you can get the pouches of drinking water, the MREs that are like really high calorie Mm -hmm. in a small package. Um, And the thing about both of those is they expire. It's not that the water expires, the package expires and then the food expires. So mark it in your calendar, whether you use a paper calendar or something online, mark it when it's going to expire so that you can replace it so that you're always ready. But it usually lasts like a good five years. Right. Um, yeah. So you And know, you should it, have in there an emergency blanket. Too, emergency blankets, know? which are really cheap. Yep. You can get a 10-pack for like $10 on Amazon. Um, you want to have uh, in both kits matches, painkillers, and cash and small bills. Because, you know, if everything goes down... You're going right, to need that's that what money. with the blackout here. That's we we were in Hurricane Fran in North Carolina, and we were Northerners who did not know anything about hurricanes. 
we had nothing. We I had a hand crank radio that I'd gotten as a gift, and that was our only link to civilization. We had no gas in the car. We had no cash. <laughs> we had no board games. We had no flashlights. Like right. we we had nothing. Luckily, and had no know. children. Yes, luckily we had no children, <laughs> but we also had no sense. Um, so yeah, so you want that stuff in your car and in the bag that you're going to grab with you, grab to take with you. For your house, you want to try to have at least three days worth of stuff. So that's a gallon of water per day per person. And again, those containers are going to expire if you just leave it down there for 10 years. Yeah, they leak. It just leaks all over the place. The plastic only lasts so long. So make sure you know how long that's going to last. Um, You want, since you're not carrying them anywhere, you can do canned goods, which last a long time, but make sure you have a can opener with them. That's That's not electric. (laughs) Or you'll be like that poor guy in uh, The Pianist with his big bag of, big can of zucchini and can't open it. Um, You want to have a larger first aid kit at home. You know, you've got the the luxury of space. And um, you want to know how to turn off all of your utilities. I didn't know how to turn off my water yeah. until because I knew how to turn off each individual thing in each room. But then we had to turn off the water to the entire house. And it took me like an hour to figure it out in the basement. So know how to turn off your gas, your That's electricity, important. your water. Yeah. Um, never, ever, ever use um, a, a generator if you don't have a working carbon monoxide detector. It's Make crazy. sure either it's plugged into something that the generator is powering or that it's battery operated because like clockwork, every time there's a disaster and people who lose power, somebody dies from yeah. their generator. It always happens and it's completely preventable. And last, no candles. Right. A lot of people put candles on their emergency list. You do not want to be stuck in your house for days and days running on candle power. That was great advice for like 70 years ago. But now that we've got all this solar powered stuff, this battery powered stuff, hand crank stuff, do not use candles. Huge fire hazard after after a disaster. Yeah. And you can get the LED candles if you just want light. Oh, yeah. You'll have great disaster ambiance without (laughs) any of the danger. (laughs) Yep. And you know what else? You talked about, you know, a kit for the house and Mm -hmm. a kit for if you have to go. And, you know, you just see those pictures of those people on the islands or in Houston, you know, walking with their hands above the air, you know, above their head, trying to keep their stuff dry. Mm -hmm. A waterproof bag. Yeah. Or just line it with a garbage bag. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you've got to carry stuff through waist-high water guaranteed you're going to get some water in your bag absolutely and that's another good thing to put in the bag is a bunch of plastic bags so that you can keep stuff right. dry yeah. i mean i think that's like the biggest lesson is being prepared because that's when we see like the shelves emptying in every store and you see you know mm-hmm. people were angry that amazon wasn't actually doing two-day delivery for prime and it was like they're not miracle workers (laughs) like when they shut down the airports there's only so much amazon can do right and that's the key to all this right is to actually have this have it in preparedness yeah Yeah, like i mean if you live in a hurricane area right it's probably every august you're making sure even july that you're Mm -hmm. ready for the season coming up um and if you don't use it you don't use it like most of the stuff as you said like will take a very long time to expire Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think after 9-11 in New York, they kept telling everyone to have a kit, a different kind of kit, um, with the duct tape and the plastic yeah. and whatever. And I think it made a lot of us crazy um, because it was always for like this worst case scenario of more like a bomb and things like that. Um, but I remember after 9-11 and we were not such a connected world yet, right? We had internet, but we didn't have smartphones. 
Mm-hmm. So the cell phone towers went down mm-hmm. and there was no more cell phone service. Um, and I have a regular old plug-in phone in my closet because of that. And and the blackout too, because all of our phones, even if you yep. have a landline, are the plug-in cordless phones. Right. You know, who has a regular corded phone? We have one shoved literally in the top of our closet just in case. And then I said to my husband the other day, but we switched from having a hardwired landline to a cable. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we've so got So if we voice. lost power, we would have no... Exactly. I don't think I, it doesn't work. I or believe, voice over IP. Yeah, that's yeah. what we've got. And, and it doesn't work. Yeah, our cable went out the other day, so we had no phone also. Right. But I, I believe, and I'll check this before we post, but I believe that even if you don't have your landline activated, if you plug a phone into it, you can still call 911. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, you should check that. Because yeah. when we moved, and we moved to voice over IP, which made me crazy, mm-hmm. um, I always, like you, Rebecca, had one phone that I could just plug into yeah. the jack. Um, in fact, during Sandy, I remember we were sitting there, you know, with all the lights out, and all of a sudden heard a phone ringing on the third floor and got totally freaked out <laughs> <laughs> until I remembered I had a phone plugged it's in. It's coming there from inside the house. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, they're in. But when I moved here, I brought that phone, and there was no uh, dial tone at all. Hmm. So, um, and they told me it was something about you don't activate that unless you plug a connection between your modem and a jack, and that will activate all the jacks. Mm. So that's something to check, I think, or depending on the company. Right. Okay. It's interesting. We're so hyper-connected that mm. you just take all that stuff for granted. But yeah. as soon as you have a power outage, it just... <laughs> yeah, this is really yeah. the stuff that, you know, you, you don't think about and you need to prepare for. And we'll post lots of links to, you know, the Red Cross even has a little online store to buy some of this stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. sure the one... Um, that you pointed out, Rebecca. Yeah, save the children. I mean, if you take yeah. an hour to do it now, Amazon's working now. Just order it all now. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't wait. You can, you can save a bit of money by making up your own kit, but there are dozen do- and dozens of kits made up for you. The three day You can buy one backpack for like $120 that has enough stuff for three people for four days. Right. And you don't have to do a thing. You just buy it. Um, yep. it another thing that we didn't talk about is uh, if you have pets... And you need to evacuate. Oh, so yeah, you you need to have a list of hotels that you know are pet friendly because that was a huge problem for a lot of people in Florida. Um, if you have a cat, they have those disposable cat litter things that are kind of a waste if you're just in your house. But store a couple in case you have to get on the road with your cat. You won't be sorry. Um and then, you know, just make sure you have a bag of cat food. and, and Just don't tie them up outside and leave oh them. My God. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, it was heartbreaking. Those people are going to be prosecuted. They said they're, they're there I were. I hope so. One county alone found like 50 dogs tied up and just left before the I hurricane got there. I don't understand. I mean, that I, doesn't I even either. give them a chance. Right. So they, but they said that they're going to use all of their resources to find out who right. did those things and prosecute them. I'm still them. not clear as to whether they thought that the animals would still be there, like that it was a way to keep them safe and there for when they come back or if they were just being assholes. If that's their reasoning, then they're just stupid. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I can't even. So that's for pets. And then um, a couple. (laughs) And go adopt a pet. Yeah. Yeah. There there (laughs) probably are a lot of of pets up for adoption from that. Yeah. Go adopt a pet. There was one adorable airlift from from Houston where they airlifted out. uh, I think they were taking pets out of the shelters that had been mm-hmm. in the shelters before, 
to make room, to make room. for local pets that were lost because they didn't yeah. want to get the local pets out because people right. were looking for them. So they took out the shelter pets to other places and they they strapped them all into an airplane. I'll post pictures. It was it was yeah. adorable. You guys, I have to give kudos to my downstairs neighbor. She feeds our cats while we're away and wants a pet, but she just didn't want kittens or anybody, any cat that was kind of too rambunctious. And she went to the shelter looking for maybe a five or six-year-old cat and came home with the 12-year-old cat that nobody else would adopt. Aww. That's and I really love great. her for it. That's sweet. That's awesome. Because that, that cat, there that wasn't going anywhere. No. She hadn't yeah. come. That's, That's really old. great. Um. So one more thing that you can do to prepare, uh, FEMA actually has a really good app where you can get weather alerts, you can get tips, and most importantly, if there's a disaster, you can get shelter locations. Because you don't always know ahead of time which ones are going to be open, but you can find out right from FEMA which local local shelters will be open. So we'll put a link to that. And they also have a really good preparing for disaster PDF that you can download. And then the last item that I have, this is a little more wide-ranging, but I found it kind of fascinating. Reader's Digest has an article called How to Save Your Own Life. And it's just like a paragraph or two about all these different scenarios. Like if you surprise a bear, if you get a cramp while swimming, if you're lost in the mountains, like just all this different stuff where hopefully this little nugget of information will still be in your head and maybe you can save yourself. That sounds like a good, like, graduating from college present. Yeah. <laughs> like the little Here's point. all the trouble you can get into and how <laughs> not to die. Get out of it. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all of the resources we have for this. Um, hopefully, nobody ever needs them. But in case you do, it's good to just be prepared, right? Preparation, an ounce of prevention. <laughs> yep. the, um, so we will have links to everything we talked about within reason. More, so Amy doesn't oh, totally I'll lose her mind. Get them all in there. Uh, we'll have it all on our Facebook page and on parentingbites.com. And we will be right back with our bites of the week. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. Okay, we are back with our bites of the week. Amy, what you got? Okay, I have an epic Twitter battle. It was like <laughs> battle of the nerds on Twitter. So there's this thing called Ask a Curator that they do, I think, every year. Um, that some science museums participate in. And somebody asked what seemed like an innocent, fun question. Who would win in a staff battle between Science Museum and NHM London, which is the Natural History Museum in London and the Science Museum in London? And what exhibits or items would help you to be victorious? So immediately, the Natural History Museum in London tweeted back, we have dinosaurs, no contest. And then it was on. Like the two museums, (laughs) just the two museums just went back and forth for like hours, days. I don't even know how long it lasted with like pictures and you know why they would win these battles and like bringing in all these you know bizarre things like fossils of mermen (laughs) and robots and it was hilarious and uh, i'll link to the actual twitter thread i'll link to an article that summarizes it if you don't do twitter so you can just see it um but it it was fantastic and it was so spontaneous it was glorious it's the best all right andrea um so mine can actually be used for one of these uh you know get power when you need it. Um, When I was doing research for my Back to School for Kids article, I found something called the Mighty Purse, um, which I love. I had seen this at CES. It's 
a really fashionable purse, like a like a wristlet or a crossbody. They come in all different kinds, um, and it's got a built-in battery. You know, it's got one of those. We've talked about these before with Nomo having mm-hmm. the, the bigger built-in batteries. Mm-hmm. This has a nice small built-in battery. It comes with the tips for Android or iPhone or whatever device you have. Um, and it can charge your phone on the go. So it's great for, um, you know, if you're in school, obviously, and you don't want to carry a big backpack around, but you need to carry things in your purse. This is a cool thing to have. Um, I used it on vacation you know, just as a little crossbody, stick your wallet and your phone in it. And uh, it's great for when your battery keeps crap, crapping out. That's nice to always have it with you. That's great. Yeah. Um, so my bite this week is courtesy of my children who couldn't stop laughing all weekend looking at this, which is a high school in yes. Michigan, which is actually the high school my cousins went to. Um, no North, way. North Farmington High School in Farmington Hills, Michigan. Um, they encourage all of their seniors to dress up insanely for their senior pictures (laughs) and it is so hilarious these kids go all out they are so funny one's funnier than the next the fact that the school encourages this for them to just have (laughs) the most bizarre (laughs) senior photos and so there's of course a buzzfeed article that has like all of them and literally like one is just better than the next it's so much fun i just it's just like the perfect anecdote to every like you know we're so worried about this generation and right. teens and teens it's like pure hilarity every school should do this every school should do it honestly i don't know if this takes the place of like all their senior pictures no it's know? it's just it's, it's their, their ID, id card so it sets the tone for the whole year of like just just be a senior like just do this yeah. don't worry like don't worry about college don't worry about all this stuff like just start the year with total joy and like fun um so it's hilarious and we'll link to it because and definitely show your kids because they will super appreciate and um yeah i loved it that sounds fun that's my bite i this like week. that thanks ladies we will uh there's another week in the books i hope no one has to use all the information that we talked about today but you can find links to everything we talked about today on Facebook.com slash Parenting Bites and ParentingBites.com. Rate, review, subscribe, share on iTunes and, of course, on Play.it where you can find Parenting Bites and all the CBS podcasts. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you, guys. Next week, happy parenting. Bye. Bye.